0: Yeah, it really is an unfortunate truth. The online audience that you will have the capability of building is directly proportional to how much people like your music. That's right. If your music sucks, you won't be able to build an online audience. I know, I know. We need to talk about this, don't we?
1: this is Scott Pizer here with
2: James Prophet and uh Josh I know one thing that I know a lot of people on this podcast are fans of are comic books and as such I wanted to uh, kind of give tribute to a comic book artist if that's okay it's a gentleman <laughs> you guys might be familiar with his name is uh, Jesus Marino and uh he has written uh Generally for DC, he actually has uh, written quite a bit on the Superman series, and uh, he's a pretty popular artist. But uh, for all the work that he has done, one thing he has not done is generated over 2,000 plays on Podbean, which our podcast has done. So I think it's fair to say (laughs) that the podcast
1: is bigger than Jesus. And they're all by (laughs) us five guys <laughs> oh man james, guys that's awesome that's oh, great.
3: Yeah. yeah and and just like a pure james prophet joke that that was a really long walk i
2: was really trying to figure out where you were going <laughs> you gotta stick around it. and get there
1: you gotta work for it man I, I was curious what the which do you think will happen first we'll release this episode or we'll find out who's president
3: oh gosh oh,
1: gosh how um, is editing going on last I'm now. like seven minutes in. <laughs> okay.
2: All right, I will edit this one, and uh, may- maybe they'll be ready on the same day. Same time. We get really lucky, yeah. Uh... So yeah, we're um, back for part two
1: of the Spitting Out the Haterade tournament. I'll remind you the first winner was um, the killer's with all these things that I've done, so we'll see if anybody yeah. else. I want to recount part out. two. Can <laughs> <laughs> I think they Do you would have still... any evidence to uh, support that uh, objection? Nope, just to want it. Just want Made it. it. You guys want to jump right in? Yeah, <laughs> I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Bob Dylan, "Shelter from the Storm,"
2: which was James. And that's correct. In another lifetime, one of toil and blood. When blackness was a virtue, and the road was full of mud. i come in from the wilderness, a creature void of form. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm.
1: First is Death Cat for Cutie. This is Joe. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> That's every Cutie. I will introduce fall. ourselves. I think. People oh, yeah,
2: everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Same goddamn people that are here every week. It's part hey, two, guys. Episode, Come on. Every episode of somebody's first episode. I like, learned that from. That's right. Something I don't remember. Mark Marin. <laughs> no. Breaking okay, so yeah, it's in the silly podcast that I listen to. Oh, my God. I don't know <laughs> Shut up. Sorry. So we have Joseph, my brother. And
0: Bill. Bill. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. And I I was I was gonna wait till the next matchup to introduce myself.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I liked every song. There was one song that on First Blush I hated and I ended up liking it over the course of about three hours this evening but i'll get to that later.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: But it wasn't the bow
3: brambles. We'll get to that later. I'm just
2: kidding. We'll <laughs> get to it later. All right, anyway. Okay. So, Bob Did you Dylan... did you
0: did you feel so lonely listening to it, James? Oh, oh my
2: gosh. I felt so good listening to that song. <laughs> lonely. What a good song.
1: <laughs> All right, we'll get I'm to it. it. I'm going to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> Fear Factory, that's my guess. We'll see. This dude. is the that's greatest show! Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode right. where we all just unravel. <laughs> the elections got to us. Oh, uh, can you guys believe it's still Tuesday? Isn't that crazy? Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. that's the longest Tuesday shot. ever. <laughs> right. I don't know if anybody was watching CNN during it all, but, like, yesterday I was watching it all day, and it said... The entire time it had A banner that said election night in America Continued (laughs) Oh my god Can you call it something else Yeah So yeah Bob Dylan "Shelter from the storm Versus Death Cabin for Cutie I will follow you into the dark Is that you Nick That would be me Heaven
4: and hell decide That they both are satisfied Illuminate the nose On their vacancy signs. If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, then all will follow you into the dark.
2: Two in great Catholic songs. School. James, you like to go first? These are two great songs. Nick, it's afraid that your song is going to have to eat shit and die in this <laughs> tournament. <laughs> Coming out swinging.
3: I mean, who's ever heard of this Boob Dylan guy? Come on, Bob
2: Dylan, and I'll have oh, you know—my bad. Well, he's a boob. he's a boob. He's got a fan in Adele. Do you know that Adele once covered a Bob Dylan song? uh she covered a Girlfriend song. <laughs> Del,
3: is, is that the computer company? Who cares? Yeah, like they make computers
2: yeah it uh it's a techno song it's really good wasn't Um, he a
0: member of that band you keep talking about james the rylan
2: tones (laughs) (laughs) with mike yeager Uh, yeah do you you
1: think when and kevin do you think when her dad gives her away when she gets married he's gonna say to the groom dude you're getting (laughs) yeah
4: <laughs> He's like, I've been waiting for this joke.
1: <laughs> Just get married.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, I'm that not even a dad bad. that
3: was amazing. That's so, that's so amazing. Bad that it's perfect. Is this going to be the podcast where we finally derail it so bad that we don't ever get back on track? We don't get I'm past,
1: past so. The first uh, in up. my <laughs> lifetime, Josh's head would explode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It hasn't even started yet Oh my
2: gosh (laughs) Let's just rename this The uh, Mount Rushmore Bob Dylan songs And we'll list our four favorites (laughs) (laughs)
1: Mine is the dance Uh, (laughs) 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 Oh we are on tonight fellas Yeah we are (laughs) I'm sipping that seltzer water over here exactly
2: living at yak all right so, anyway so, so, shelter from the storm <laughs> okay so um when i was in high school jerry Maguire was like a big movie and my sister and i got the soundtrack and this was one of the songs on it which was the first time i heard it and uh she and i both love the song we'd listen to it a lot together hey heather love you my sister super cool and um Driving uh, some people to high school, back in high school, I would put this song on and we would all listen to it. Uh, I do know that Bob Dylan, being the giant hack that he is, actually stole the line from a Creedence Clearwater revival song, which is why he'll never be successful as a songwriter, unfortunately. But I <laughs> like it. <him. laughs> um, in addition to that, uh, do, 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 what? Stephen King. I wanted to mention this. Okay. So in the novel The Stand, um, yeah, are you familiar with what a um, an epigraph is? Sort of like when it's like a standalone quote before a book or a section of a book, maybe. Yeah. What? Yeah, okay. One of the epigraphs in The Stand is a quote from Shelter from the Storm, and oh, cool. uh, yeah, more recently on the uh, first SNL to air in the COVID era when everyone was still doing it at home. Uh, Chris Martin of Coldplay A- played did. this song, yeah.
4: It's
2: so, so awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like Shelter from the Storm, and just because I nominated this one, I'll vote for it. But I really love uh, I Will Follow You Into the Dark, too. So, Nick, why don't you talk about that one?
3: All right, so um, Follow You Into the Dark, this is, this is one that I found it very easy to – Listen to the lyrics, and I'm I'm sure there's, like, multiple meanings you can read into this, but ultimately what I took from this song is that this is a – it's a love song about um, a guy that's basically saying – or girl, whoever – that is saying that, you know, I love you so much that even if you die that I'm – I don't know that he's necessarily saying he's going to kill himself, but that he will always be wherever she will be. I think I'd read something on this that oh, I'm totally blanking on his name. What's his name? Um Give Sting. Yes. Thank you. No, Sting. Sting, thank yeah, you. Sting. Yeah. Yes. This yeah, is yeah. this song is about Sting's you know, marathon sex sessions. So um
2: Oh my yeah. gosh. Nick, God bless you. I thought I was the only one that knew about that random thing. <laughs>
3: Follow no, you wait, the dark what? is a euphemism for completion. Um Dane anyway. has
2: uh, gone on he record sex. about how he and yeah his wife can have sex for like six hours at a time. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how I came even about long this long knowledge. As, that's
1: not even <laughs> as long as Message in a Bottle, which is crazy.
3: Oh,
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what he calls his Actually,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he actually his uh, nickname is S O S.
4: Amazing. <laughs>
2: Anyway. Um, That's like the, most, the nicest sure.
3: words. that have. Uh, God. I like the loads. There you yeah. go. Man milk? I don't know. Emissions. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just going to put my head down now. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> um,
4: there you go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'd actually read something that said that ben gibbard um does not like of course believe in like heaven or hell or whatever, so this is really more of a basically saying that like someone's relationship will trans or transverse Send. transcend thank you thank I got you. you transcend time and life and everything so. Um, Sounds like someone's
2: trying to get laid. <laughs> yes. Get f- what? <laughs> oh
4: <my gosh. laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, like yes, he did.
0: Thank oh God. Yeah, I remember that song. It just yells it at the end of this song.
3: It, it's in the liner notes of Long Train Coming.
0: Oh, oh <laughs> Sting—that's his favorite Bob Dylan song.
2: Speaking of Sting, back to Death Cab.
3: Oh my god! Yeah. Um. Huh. So yeah, ultimately, it's just—it's just, it's just it, the song. Like, it sounds good, and I enjoy the song because it sounds good. But when listening to the lyrics more. It is a a kind of a grim love song, but it's still a grim. It's it's still a love song, saying that you follow someone even if like heaven and hell decide that they're both satisfied. Yeah, it's it's a good fun song. The video is a little weird, but you know I enjoyed that
1: too. <clears throat> I'll go because I was gonna say something about videos this this week. Ooh, yes,
3: and like... I am voting for mine. Sorry.
1: I'm um I'm so done with music videos. Like I know they can be amazing, but this (laughs) week, like, really irked me on some of these. Um, But neither here nor there. I will vote for Death Cab. The song is incredible, and I remember when we were in college listening to this song a lot. And I love Bob Dylan, but that's not my nearly like top. 10 or 20 favorite Bob Dylan songs just kind of I don't know it never clicked with me so I will choose Death Cab
0: all right Bill yeah I'm gonna go with Death Cab as well I mean I think lyrically this is probably one of the best songs I think I just love this song and I think anything going up against this one for me would be would be a tough tough pick but uh James you almost won me over with uh, reminding that this was used in the stand is one of those things because I freaking love like how Stephen King throws in songs and like that just adds so much to it. Um, but yeah, going with Death Cab on this one. All right,
1: Josh. I mean, um, so I I loved Death Cab Hardcore back in college, and uh, I actually was just listening to them today, and this song is great, but. Even though it doesn't matter, I would totally vote for Shelter from the Storm. It's it is in like my top five Bob Dylan songs. What? And when I when I got into Bob Dylan, I feel like I got more into him than almost like anybody I've ever gotten into musically, and I was like obsessed. I mean it's pretty much all I did when I worked at Fifth Third was just read about Bob Dylan on Wikipedia instead of working, you know. You read his doesn't, whole Wikipedia page? I read the Wikipedia page for, like, all of his albums. (laughs) Like, all three of them. Man, that is absurd. Yeah. (laughs)
4: How about I I read his dog shit autobiography from... (laughs) Okay.
1: Some little emo kid from Seattle beats Bob Dylan in round one,
4: but whatever.
1: Josh, I will would you have it. to
2: say that your all time favorite book has got to be uh, Bob Dylan's autobiography, Dylan by Bob Dylan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all
1: right. Um, so, after all of those jizz jokes, we're going to talk about a worship song. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, next up is uh, David Crowder Band with. Uh, how He Loves Which is me, Josh I realize just how
3: Beautiful you are And how great your affections Are for me Oh
4: How He loves us Oh Oh How He loves us How He
1: First is Dan Dan Deacon with True Thrush, which is me, Josh. So that's pretty
2: cool. <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't think we talked about this in the the previous one, but, you know, the challenge or whatever was for me was like repetitive lyrics or lyrics that aren't that like, I don't know, poetic or whatever. And so the first one was kind of my choice for like just the worship song that is like generally worship songs repeat themselves quite a bit. And for whatever reason, when it's worship music, I love it. So it's like, well, I got to throw one of those in there. Um, and this song's awesome. I actually like the guy that wrote it more, John Mark McMillan. But I thought Crowder might get some love on the tournament. I don't know. But um, and then Dan Deacon was just somebody I found on um, NPR Music like ten years ago, and not really usually my style, but I really like him. And it's just kind of music more than lyrics, that kind of thing. So. I don't know. I feel like I would have to vote for Crowder on this one, but yeah, that's those two songs. Cool.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll go. I'm gonna go Crowder on this one. The the Dan Deacon song is so it fits perfectly for your like task of repetitive songs because I I couldn't finish it. It was just so freaking repetitive (laughs) towards the end. Like I just felt like I was stuck in some hell loop. I don't know. So it's yeah. like, okay, cool. I get it. And moved on. Uh, yeah, this lyric, like the lyrics to How He Loves is amazing. So, you know, yeah, going with that one.
2: Cool, cool. All right, Nick, you want to go?
3: Sure. So I'll go ahead and say that I will be voting for David Crowder. oh gosh. The Dan Deacon song was horrible. man oh. <laughs>
0: That would have been good. He'll th- turn.
3: Yes. It I know this is not I didn't that think of it podcast. Like that. But oh my gosh, it was torture. It was torturous. Um David Crowder, um, I used to be really into David Crowder in college. Um, because it was kind of like the first like faith based music, like Not faith based, but like worship music, I guess I should say, that I was like, okay, this is actually listenable. Dude does not look like he sounds at all. That voice should not be coming out of that man. I'm not a huge fan of like worship music and everything. It's, it has its place and it's, you know, whatever. That's, that's a different conversation. But it's, when you take the religion aspect out of it, it's still, it's still a good song. It's, it's, you know, yeah, it's well written, it's got a good sound to it, so I will go with David Crowder. nice.
2: Joe, um, since you know you hate talking about video so much, I actually wanted to talk about the uh, True Thrush video, do you want to talk about it? Holy
1: shit, it? I, I literally rolled my eyes, like they physically went, when it started and it gave that little spiel, I just... I
0: just checked out. It was really so, hard for me
1: to take it seriously. So tell,
0: you, you guys got to tell me because it's weird because this round, this competition, I think is the first one that we've ever done where I didn't watch any of the videos because
4: oh lucky. Really? Yeah, it's it,
0: well, and it wasn't intentional. It's was just the only time I really had to listen to the songs was driving. So every once oh, in a while, yeah. you know, I would check them out to see if there was a video to it, and I saw like. The disclaimer or whatever the front, and then I saw the guys like changing the rooms around, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell they're doing. So what was the what was the premise like? What like what was the gist of the video? Like what was I think their-
3: the premise was to annoy you even more <laughs> it than was like the song.
0: The
1: telephone game with like a video. I, I, I'm not gonna be able to explain it well, but
2: okay, no, that's exactly that's perfect. That's I, so I
1: actually haven't seen it. <laughs> Oh, I just I just like this song and I so when we do it you know the playlist or whatever I Google it and send the YouTube yeah. video, but I haven't watched it
2: I, I, mean, it's I thought about the video was a lot kind of fun league. so I'll be I'll be the outlier here so um, it's, well, yeah, go yeah yeah it's like they act out like a 20 second scene two people do yeah shown one time. To the next two people, and then they have to reenact that 20-second scene. And just like the telephone game, then those two people see that scene. And
0: okay.
1: (laughs) Well, it's funny you said fun, James, because that was kind of like the thing that I liked about the music itself. I 100% get if it didn't click, but for some reason, for me, it's just like something that I turn on if I'm like just like cleaning or doing dishes or something. I just think it's like a fun. Kind of, sad. I don't hate to be so, expected. I I yeah, yeah, okay. it sounded like cool. something you would hear, like, wait, and this isn't a bad thing, like, waiting in line at King's Island, and you're like, okay, and you're kind of like into it, and then, like, I <laughs> mean, like, Creed, <laughs> or like, <laughs> and like, and then, like, the, usually the 10th time bad. they did the chorus, or whatever the hell it was, you're just like. <laughs> I want to get on this ride without a seatbelt. Like, <laughs>
0: and that's when you realize how long you've been waiting in line and you yeah. just instantly become angrier. And, and you and
1: still hotter, don't know who the president serious. is. And you realize <laughs> yeah. it's still the, it's only one play of the song. It hasn't even played the second time. But, so that being said, I think I'm going to pick the, <laughs> the Dan Deacon song just because it was a little more original sounding to me. I know what you mean, Josh, like by the simplicity of a, a worship song, but to me it was kind of a snoozer, so I'm picking the King's
0: Island song. King's Island. It was it was a Six Flags song. Six Flags Yeah. <laughs> With that old dude.
2: I, I like both of these. I'll I'll go How he Loves, but I, I liked it too. I liked the King's Island song too. <laughs> King's Island song. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Joe, that's
4: right.
1: kind of perfect. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. We should write a music blog, James. Oh, we should.
2: The it's... two of us, because we have good opinions. I agree. <laughs> I, uh, I, me and Joe, our opinions are so good. We have the best opinions. You <laughs>
1: have the best opinions. People are saying this. People keep saying this. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright um, Okay So next up we have Sufjan Stevens <coughs> With For the Widows in Paradise I'm gonna guess Bill Yeah that's mine oh, nice. Wow in light.
4: Still I must Obey Still I must invite If there's anything To say If there's anything any other way I'll
1: do anything for you Versus Childish Gambino but This Is America Is that you Nick?
3: That would be me
4: yeah, yeah, I'm going to go into this.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm going to go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'm going to get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm so cold, like, yeah. we go cold, like, yeah.
0: First came across this song it was kind of weird like I don't know early 2000s or whatever and it was like this random thing but it's it was awesome how it worked out so anyways like I was out with Fondria and we got back to our car and somebody had put something on the windshield one of those things and it was a CD soundtrack of a PBS documentary and, like, it wasn't just our car. It was just, like, a marketing thing that they just put on all these cars. And the CD only had, like, maybe, I don't know, half a dozen songs on it or whatever. And this was one of the songs that was on there. And, like, the documentary is really heartbreaking. It's called Country Boys. And it like, followed these two teenage kids living in Appalachia and just, like, how their life sucked. And they had no hope of anything better. Like, that was the whole gist of the documentary that we watched, like, well, I watched it after we got the CD. So <clears throat> anyways, <clears throat> excuse me. So like this specific song, uh, I love it. Uh, this isn't the version that's on the CD. Like it was more of a studio version that had a lot more to it. But like my I, task for this was, you know, more deep, like just dude with a guitar or whatever. So when I found this version where it's just him with the banjo, I'm like, OK, I'm going to pick this one. Uh, But I've definitely, if you hadn't heard the song before, like recommend listening to the studio version because it's just so freaking good. And, uh, but, anyways, like it's special to me because there was one point when I was on a vacation with my family, like in Northern Ohio, and it was like a week long thing. And I had to leave early because I had classes at Xavier that I was taking. And, like, and Nick, you that's when you like watched our house for us. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And then like and I think heisers you were there, too, at one point, because I just remember like setting off fireworks in our driveway and like, I don't know if you guys remember that or if it's even real. But anyways, that was when I
3: ate all the food in your refrigerator.
0: Yes. Yes. That was it. Yeah, that was it. (laughs) Yeah. So like I was driving back and I was driving in Andrea's car and the rest of her CDs really sucked. So I just listened to this one. Like, it was the six songs over four-hour periods. so I was just, like, listening to them over and over again. And, man, just, I just really love this song, and I love the lyrics to it, you know, like, the one line. I'm gonna pull it up here real fast. Um, you know, just that, you know, if there's anything to say, if there's anything to do, if there's any other way I'd do anything for you. Like, I just, I just love this song, and it's so heartfelt, and... That was one of my heartfelt, emotional songs that immediately came to mind when I was given the job of picking out heartfelt, emotional songs.
3: So I'm going to go go right ahead and say that I hate this matchup because I love Sujan Stevens. I can never pronounce his name correctly, but I love him. Um, I was... I can't remember if I was first introduced to him through... um, through like Josh or through Aaron. So this is one of the many, many moments where I confuse my wife for one of my best friends. It's very strange. Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say too, that if you haven't heard, um, any of his like Christmas albums, do yourself a favor and check those out. Cause they're phenomenal. Um, as a like Christmas music connoisseur this time of year, it's, a really good listen. But, I'm not talking about Sufjan. So, um... I chose This Is America, and you can... You can call this a cheat if you want to, because, like Bill, my... Uh, my task was to find songs that I liked that were meaningful. Um, and, like, that I kind of originally took that as to mean that the... Like, they were, the lyrically, they were meaningful and had a a deeper message to them in the lyrics. If you go through the lyrics, just the lyrics, it's not, I mean, there's parts, but overall, it's not super meaningful. But I'm actually doing this as, like, the song and the video as a whole. This is a insanely good song and video combination. There's just so much packed into this so much. And like, obviously I can't pretend that I understand everything that this song is about. I mean, I am a privileged white 40 year old. It's, it's, I can't say, Oh, this song is speaking for me or it's, it's not. Um, but I can I can try to understand, and this song helps me understand a little bit more. There is a really good, and I'll I'll try to send it to you later if I can find it. But a really good breakdown video of this song and this video, nice. where it explains like all the imagery and the messaging in both the lyrics and the video, and it's I mean it even goes as far as identifying the pants that. Uh, childish Gambino is wearing in this video are reminiscent of pants worn by Confederate soldiers in the Civil War. It I mean, it's crazy like how much it points out in this thing. But I think like musically this is so well written and I, I'm not doing it justice. I'm stumbling all over my words here. It's a combination of tired and like white guilt not wanting to explain a Song about like, the black experience, but it's there's there's a lot of meaning to this. I'm just not doing it justice.
0: I would have to say that is probably one of the best music videos of all time.
3: Agreed, totally. Yeah, right. I mean, like even yeah. taking away, and I don't know how you could, but even taking away all the like the imagery that is purposely put into this video,
4: yeah. it's
3: just great. But yeah. Once you look for all the imagery and all the hidden meanings and everything, it's just it's mind boggling, like how much is packed into this.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
3: Four minutes of just like, <clears throat> you over the head with everything.
0: Yeah, and I think the video, I mean, there, like you said, there's a ton to unpack in this video. And, you know, I know when it first came out, you know, there was like the contingent of people, you know, that was like, well, it's you know the violence of the video so it's always kind of that weird dynamic of you know why are you more concerned about the fake violence of a music video than the actual violence that's taking place with real people you know yeah yeah absolutely yeah it's 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 yeah it's And, and
3: i think that's kind of like one of the many points of this video and and for, I mean, you can, you can call it laziness or you can call it like what, call it being like an <laughs> artist, but Donald Glover has said, you know, I'm not going to tell you what this video is about. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, he's pulling that artist thing of saying, you know, it is, it means what it means to whoever is listening to it. So I'm going to vote right, for Talvis so you- even though I love the Sufjan Stevens song.
0: Yeah, I, I'm really torn um, just because, you know, when This Is America came out, like, I watched the video a lot because I'm just like, this is really this is really something, like, and just wanting to process it. Uh, I'm voting for my own, though, just because of, like, how much I love this song and, like, that memory of just, you know, listening to it on that drive home by myself and everything and, and all that. So I'm going that way.
2: All right, I'll go next. Um, I really like both these songs, too. I will join uh, Piggyback on Nick and Bill and being uh, a Fionn Stevens fan. So I first got introduced to him from iTunes, actually. One of his songs, a song called The Worst... Or That Was The Worst Christmas Ever it was a free download <laughs> awesome. of the week one week. Yeah. And it's an amazing song. And so that made me um want to kind of get more into him. And... Josh, um, was I knew that Josh was a fan just because I'd heard him mention the name. So I reached out to Josh, and he's like, oh my gosh, yeah. And so he gave me some songs to check out. And um, I found one called Casimir Pulaski Day, I think it's called, that I just fell in love with. Yeah, it is. It's so good. And like Nick said, his Christmas albums are really good too. Uh, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover from... Um, community um, and what's his other show that atlanta. is very successful atlanta okay so yeah he's very Solo. successful You're super busy of <laughs> did we talk about him in the last episode with the wu-tang thing what huh? okay he got the childish gambino the name he went to oh, the yeah. internet and found a wu-tang oh, yeah, clan yeah. name generator yeah and what it brought up was childish Gambino. Nice.
3: So that's <laughs> that's awesome.
2: Um, I like Donald Glover. I and I think this is a great song. I think it's a great video too. Um, I man, I I hate this matchup too. I'll vote Donald Glover with the tipping point being the video, but I hate voting against that Sufjan song because it's seriously fantastic, Joe. Um, lots of feelings uh, so I'll, I'll do
1: Sufjan first so Sufjan's incredible I, I don't remember oh my god my cat I don't remember where I first heard him I'm assuming it was actually I'm almost positive it was Tim Ferguson he had come on field at Illinois and told us about how this, this guy is cool he's doing a project where he does a an album about every state. He has yet to do more than like a handful. Um, he's come out and said years that it was ago. a joke.
3: Well, he's come out and a, said what?
1: It was a joke. Uh, or that, that he wasn't being serious. You know, gotcha. That's yeah. Cop a out. Cop out. <laughs> but he did one on Michigan and that's actually pretty cool. Cause we go there all the time. So there's all these little Easter eggs. Um, so I just think he, he, he's one of the best now ironically with my hatred of like father john misty and stuff he could easily be passed off as like a hipster douche but he's also like pre-hipster in a way like definitely pre what we now think of as hipster like he was back in the early 2000s if not a little early like and so he's got some real weird out there like type kind of like this video like If this was somebody I didn't know, I'd be tempted to be like, this guy's a douche. But he's just amazing. (laughs) Like, as soon as you hear any of his songs, you kind of tune out the fact that he's a little odd. And it almost becomes, like, endearing. So, I love him, love this song. This is probably the hardest matchup. Childish Gambino or Donald Glover in general, is also, or, or I should say is a genius in my opinion. Atlanta is one of the best shows if anybody hasn't seen it. I know Josh loves it. And Travis Gambino's actual music is amazing. But since we're only doing music in the tournament, like in my view, I'm gonna vote for Sufjan because kind of like Nick said, like, a lot of the layers and stuff on this song are really from the video and not necessarily from just hearing it. So, also he plagiarized it. So, I'm voting for Sufjan. Wait what? Uh, yeah, don't yeah. YouTube it because it's depressing. It's kind of hard to deny.
0: He plagiarized but, the song. Well,
1: I shouldn't say he plagiarized the music and like the vibe of the song. He didn't like out and out steal lyrics. Mostly, but if you just look it up, like it's, it's like Heart basically tried to be Led Zeppelin with some of their songs, you
3: know. Oh, that's called sampling. Uh, that's 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 no, totally fine. Look, look it
1: up. It's, <laughs> it's a bummer because I love Donald Glover and I don't know how Yeah, I'm definitely doing the whole dumb and dumber fingers to my ears. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so so he might real.
2: be completely innocent. I mean, like keep in mind Shia LaBeouf once accidentally copied an entire screenplay without realizing it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, so um, I pretty much did the same train of thought as Joseph Where I, I wanted to vote for Childish Gambino Because I love Donald Glover so much And Atlanta and everything And this video is incredible But as far as strictly the song goes I gotta give it to Sufjan So that's my vote wow. Alright He moves on Alright so next up we got Story Hill with Better Angels. I uh, don't know. Is that you, James? That That's would fine. be Bill. Bill,
4: okay. Will tonight we water then.
3: Shed
1: of the trees. Versus Billy Eilish with Bad, which has to be Joseph. What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> All right. you love it. You,
3: just watch your mouth. I know your game,
4: what you're about. But they say sky sky's the limit, and to me, it's really true. But my friend, you've seen nothing, so just wait till I get through, because I'm bad, I'm bad. Bill.
0: Yeah, so I... I don't know anything about this band. I heard this song on some NPR thing. It might've been Prairie home companion. It probably was now that I think about it. Shut up. Cause awesome, so, so you can all go to hell, <laughs> but they were, they were playing this and um, it just caught my attention because, you know, basically the entire song is made up of quotes from the civil war, like different people, who had, you know, said different quotes at different times in the Civil War, like, you know, uh, like, for example, in you know, Better Angels of Our Nature, that's Abraham Lincoln and, you know, and uh, Stonewall Jackson, you know, whatever. But, you know, he made the line of, like, going to go rest in the shade of the trees uh, when he was dying, when he was accidentally shot by his own men, which is kind of awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I just love the tone of the song. I just think it's great and... You know, it's it's heartfelt and it's kind of that whole like and I was thinking about this, like, you know, with the election and everything of like the whole idea of like, you know, you know, better angels of our natures, you know, we are a danger, you know, it's like, well, that's kind of where we're at now. Like, um, but yeah, I just really liked the song as soon as I heard it and I immediately, you know, did a search for him. And, you know, I, like I said, I don't know anything else about the band other than this song. But yep, that's it.
1: Oh, Trust me. I mean, this is pretty obvious. I, I did a Michael Jackson cover because I said that he shouldn't be covered, even though I kind of went against that already with the Fallout Boy. But this cover is amazing. Billie Eilish is amazing. That's all I got. Hmm. I think I would probably go with. Billy Eilish on this one. I liked them both, but I like this cover.
2: Joe, I want to ask a question. I thought this cover actually sounded quite a bit like the Civil Wars cover, and you really hated that Civil Wars cover. So, what did you pick out as the difference between the two?
1: I don't want to punch Billy Eilish in the face. The guy <laughs> from enough. Civil Wars, I, I cannot stand that guy. And the girl too, she's kind of annoying. I used to like her when like forever ago. Gosh, when Nick like worked at Family Christian. Um I remember getting like her
3: about that. (laughs) I remember
1: listening to like her actual Rebecca St. James, right? That's her? Yeah. Yeah. She (laughs) wishes. Um (laughs) but just watching them like perform, they're they're just so like I don't know how to explain it. Like Like, you know the people in college—not like theater kids, but like the like choir kids. I mean,
2: I don't know how to take what they're doing very, very seriously. Maybe no, but they gotta like sing
1: all the damn time. Like, okay, I just realized that Steph was on the band. I don't mean, (laughs) (laughs) and I don't mean Heidi. I don't know who I'm picturing, but like. I don't know how to explain it. They they just irritate me. So, I, I I totally hear the Civil War's uh comparison with her and her brother, but I just like them a lot, so it gets a pass for me.
2: I liked it a lot too. I was I was just wondering. Um Yeah. Yeah, uh, Better Angels was cool, but I'll vote for Billy Eilish, too. Bill, <laughs> I didn't realize that uh that Story Hill song had a lot of uh, Civil War quotes in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the chorus... I mean, the bulk of the song is quotes from different people on different sides of the, of the war, yeah.
2: That's a really cool fact. I had... <laughs> that went right over my head, so that's... I wish I would have known that and had more time to, like, um, kind of look stuff up and look up the stories around those. That's really cool.
3: So, I will go. Um, I, I mean, I liked... The, the Billie Eilish version of the Michael Jackson song, um, but ultimately I just I don't like Billie Eilish. I I think she just takes herself way too seriously. Um, the the better
0: the <laughs> <laughs> sigh of disappointment.
3: <laughs> Sorry, buddy.
0: No, I mean, let's be fair. She's no
3: boob dialing. No, yeah. no boob dialing. I love me some boob dialing. <laughs> <laughs> but um the better angels song like when i first saw the title and everything i kept thinking where have i you know heard i've heard that term better angels before and aaron and i are re-watching the west wing right now and then it clicked yeah. me that there was an episode of the west wing where toby and president bartlett are getting in a big fight and in the oval office while they're playing chess and toby says something along the lines of like between like a president's demons and his better angels, I think we have like a fair fight or something. I'm, I'm butchering the line, but I didn't realize that that was. I mean, it's Aaron Sorkin, so of course he's stealing lines from something um, else. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. Come on. I know, I just so he was referencing then. Um, Abraham Lincoln, which that's yeah. that's more what Aaron Sorkin does. He references great speeches and great lines and just
1: when I always say that to be like, Toby was referencing Abraham Lincoln, because you know he knows oh, that I mean,
3: yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, yes. The character was, but ultimately, anyway. Um, but yeah, so other than that, um, I did enjoy that song. It's, I mean... It's it's kind of a slow burn, but that's I mean everything doesn't have to always be amped to eleven. Um, it's it's a good listen, so I'll go with Better Angels.
1: So Nick, real quick, because I remember watching this at your apartment once. You know where else you know that phrase from is the end of uh, American History X.
3: Oh, really.
0: Yeah, I forgot about unless, that. It's been I mean, so I'm long;
1: totally misremembering it. Did, did we get a winner? I can't remember. I think we
0: did. Wait, I can only. <laughs> I'm not. So I, I think I it voted was for Billy. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, Billy Eilish thing.
1: Um. Next up, we have the Beau Brummels with I'm "Hovering Laugh Laugh," which was James, right?
2: Yep, that's right.
4: If you won't help you better ask me now. So be sincere, convince me with a pretty free.
1: This is Justin Bieber with Lonely the Biebs. I'm not ready for this Was <laughs>
3: Joseph I mean, Everybody knows this is Joseph Come on
2: Lonely. Everybody knows my past now Like my house was always made of glass And maybe that's the price you pay For the money and fame At an early age Everybody saw me sick, and it felt like no one gave up. They criticized the things I did as an idiot kid. Ooh. So, so in, in pro wrestling speak, this would be the Battle of the Lonelies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Bo Brummel's. Uh, I like the Bo Brummel's, and I like this song. Uh, I can't relate to it. I have, like, no personal relationship i actually think that the lyrics they came up with kind of make it sound like the guy's probably a douchebag but i will say that um i think the song is catchy mm-hmm. as crap i love it and um it's an uncle buck and i oh, don't yeah. think associated with uncle buck That's so amazing. yeah Ooh. voting for the Bo remles here but Joe, in case it gets crapped on <laughs> three times straight, I liked the Justin Bieber song. I thought it was really good pop music.
1: Yeah. Well, now I feel like a jerk, because I hated your song.
2: <laughs> That's but, okay.
1: Um, I, I, I shouldn't say I hated it. It just seemed like the poor man's Beatles. Like, it seemed <laughs>
2: like a Beatles <laughs> oh, song. laugh, um, laugh. I think I'll die. How dare you?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but...
1: The Justin Bieber song really, really moved me when I saw it. Like, Ashley's made fun of it since, so I'm ready for whatever's coming. But (laughs) I think if you don't respond to it, you have, like, a a black spot on your soul. Because he's. uh...
3: You're speaking to the right crowd.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Assuming that I even have one. I was talking to Josh earlier about how I love that, like, we're becoming as a society more and more vulnerable especially about like mental health and stuff and to me this song is like a window into something that you wouldn't see like for example the Beatles just because I just mentioned them like we had to find out way later that John Lennon was a piece of shit or whatever right and we're getting a window into like this kid who like 16 had the entire world handed to him and he's basically saying like look, can you you can think this is like privileged. This is my take. I don't... Maybe he's just making it up. But my take is that, like, you know, he he was, like... I mean, he's he has mental health issues. He's talked about those before. He's been diagnosed with those before. And people like TMZ or whoever just, like, get rich <clears throat> Excuse me, get rich off of it. And so he's basically saying, like, that's great and everything, but in the meantime, I'm, like, stuck here, like... With nobody to talk to because nobody believes me or whatever. This is yeah. really sad, and I, I loved it. I don't think it's like super. I mean, obviously it's kind of dark, so it's not like you listen to it all the time. But um, yeah, that's why I picked it. And he's oh, like
0: drying his tears with wads yeah. of cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but I'm not. No. No I, no, I... No, I'm not. No, I... So, let me... If I can jump in. As soon as I saw this, like, I immediately dismissed the song. And I'm like, freaking Justin Bieber. Like, and, and I... And it's a weird thing, because, like... I don't know how you guys respond to, like, the celebrity I'm going to comment about how hard it is to be a celebrity thing. Like, because I feel like sometimes it comes off as, like, really... Shallow and just like, are you just writing this song because that's the next song in your catalog? You know what I mean? Like, it just comes off as fake. Like, I don't I don't know, how, like, any examples to give right now. But that being said, listening to this song again, I was thinking, I was just like, okay, so he's singing the song of, like, the child actors who end up as crackheads because... Like they, you know, I don't, I don't like Justin Bieber, you know, whatever. But the song actually ended up growing on me in a way that I was not expecting because listening to it a second time, I'm just like, you know, it would be easy to dismiss it as like, oh, he's just a crybaby celebrity that's writing this song because whatever, it must be so hard to be super famous and rich. But then there's that reality of like, Those feelings can attack you no matter where you are or who you are or whatever. So I'm just like, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe I need not to be such a sarcastic asshole about everything and just listen to this song another time and, like, give it a chance. So I I think that your initial – well, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go
1: ahead. I mean, I think your initial, like, knee-jerk reaction is normal. I mean, there are people who would just – Like Katy Perry, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Who (laughs) can just like manipulate people and whatever. Son of a bitch! And maybe, you never know, that's what his agent told him to write. Like, all right, now we need to make people feel sorry for you. But. Right. I I mean, there's
3: even like the artists that don't write the song. So this could have not saying this is the case here, but this could have theoretically been written by somebody else that has this experience. And he's just like, okay, yeah, I'll like do my like musical yodel to this and make it like a hit song. That's a good
1: point. I didn't even look if he wrote it, but yeah. My my thing is like, my, my thing about stuff like this is like, he didn't have to write that. You know, I mean, if he wrote it. Or he didn't have to make right. that song. He chose to expose himself. Yeah. And. Again. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Josh. He chose to be vulnerable to the entire world. And they could have shit on him. You know. But yeah. He felt it was an, an important message. And I do feel bad for. I don't feel bad for celebrities as a, a blanket statement because sure they got tons of money but there's countless stories of people who have tons of money and like the guy from lincoln park everybody was just like thought he was like emo and it was like no he was really tortured and killed himself like people struggle with stuff just because they have money
3: or anthony bourdain
1: right exactly Yeah, yeah example like like if you take yourself zoom out a little bit it's like a fascinating portrait of american celebrity i mean that sounds so pretentious but like i, I don't know i could go on about it but
0: no i mean you, you just, no, i well, no, i think you're on to that because i was gonna say of like you know the like celebrity suicide things you know you know we have this weird you know celebrity worship to where the they they're no longer like an actual person they're almost like a You know, I hate to say it because it sounds so cliche, but like a product, like a thing, not a person, you know. So then it's weird commodity. Right. And our response is to then, you know, shit on those people when they try to reach out because you're like, be quiet, lampshade. You're not a real person, you know, like, you know, that type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, well, why is that intangible object product talking to us about things, you know? Um, So it's, it's, you know, almost similar to the line of thinking I would say of when a celebrity speaks out about a social issue and then you'd be like, they just shut up and play basketball. They just need to shut up and act. And it's like, well, why? They're a person, you know, why so you're saying this is it's like, well just don't live and just dance for me, monkey. Like right. and do that thing, you know. So I don't know. And James, your songs, the more and more I listen to your songs, I just felt like they would be perfect for like one of those late night like 20 top tracks from the grooviest decade. Like, it's just like. like, If you remember remember those. I'm so happy
2: you think (laughs) it would be in the top 20. Oh, man,
0: it was great. It's just like, I was just thinking, as soon as I thought that, I'm like, yeah, that's that's totally it. And it might have been this song that tipped it for me. Like, if you remember these songs, you weren't there, man. Like, oh, man, it was it was was amazing. So uh, upset vote. I never thought I would be saying this, but I'm gonna be voting for Justin Bieber again. So there
2: nice. you go. Yeah.
0: And I have to I have to point out something that I think that we may have missed. The matchup of a song about deep loneliness being put up against a song called Laugh Laugh. Yeah. Come on. Like <laughs> that's it's a, it's a good matchup, guys.
2: That it is. Yeah. Yeah. The Bo brothers yeah. are laughing about that guy's loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> Lonely, yeah. So, yeah. All right, Josh, Nick. Um,
1: the um, celebrity thing. I know, like Bill, you ended up saying what I was gonna say was the um, the political thing, like LeBron being told to shut up and dribble. That whole like, yeah. God forbid that they, you know. And I think it does get like an extra layer when they're black like a lot of NBA players where it's like yeah we don't really care what you have to say just entertain us um somewhat connected to that Childish Cambino video but anyway so I I like thinking about that and like I like the Justin Bieber song I think he's got a really good voice uh, regardless of the fact that you know usually his music is just not like stuff that I like but and then I also think like another layer of it not to keep going into it more, but it was just the fact that he became famous when he was a kid. It it kind of is like, he didn't choose, obviously he chose it at some point, but, you know. Anyway, it's different, I feel like, than somebody becoming famous when they're like 25. Right. Uh, So anyway, regardless, um, I, I like your song, James, as well, but I'm gonna pick Justin Bieber.
3: Okay. So... Hmm. I, Just I will.
2: About how great laugh laugh is. Well, <laughs> I,
3: I was going to say that Joe had a good point that they were kind of the poor man's Beatles. Um...
2: <laughs> <sighs> the Bo Brummel's are not to knock the Beatles. The, I, I like the Bo Brummel's better. I'm a weirdo. you know. Throw eggs at me.
3: Hey. There are no Beatles, James. There are no Beatles. <laughs> um, I, I'm kind of burying the lead, but I, yeah, I'm gonna vote for Justin Bieber. And that uh, I really hate saying that, but I, I kind of had a very similar experience with this song that Bill did. Um, as soon as I saw Justin Bieber, I immediately wrote it off. I was like, this song is gonna suck a million assholes. Um, <laughs> and I, the name I, of,
1: I, name your sex
2: tape. Yeah.
3: Hey, you know, whatever works, okay?
2: Um, I do like that Nick calls his love making this song.
3: Yes, exactly. It's, I, I'm, I'm a very rhythmic musical person, James. Uh, it, <laughs> I think I threw up in my mouth a little. Um, but oh, me, so you want to
2: change? You can edit this episode if you want
3: to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be twelve
1: minutes long. Uh,
3: anyway, um, I also listened to this song for the first time while driving, so I just kind of wasn't really able to focus on it so much. So I immediately was like, "Yeah, this is garbage. Let's you know, let's move along." But I I did listen to it all the way through listen to it again another time and also right before this, this podcast. And each time, like the second time I kind of was like, okay, let's, let's actually, cause my task is to listen to the words this time. So let's actually listen to the words of other people's songs. And I was like, oh shit, he's, he's actually singing about himself. It's like, it's not just like, oh, I'm a lonely boy that needs a maid. No, he's (laughs) singing about himself. Um, it's like, okay, you know, let's let's think about, you know, what what little do I know about him is just, okay, yeah, child star, child musician, you know, how how much pressure can that be to be like immediately famous and like your parents are making millions of dollars off of you and so you're like the breadwinner at that point and like how can you have like actual mm-hmm. authentic real friends? And it's like, okay, you know, I'm. I, this is going to sound like a humble brag, but I'm actually pretty decent at empathizing with people or at least like seeing the other side of the coin. And like, okay, he, you know, probably didn't have anybody he could confide in. He probably, I mean, yeah, he could go talk to his mom, but great. I'm going to go tell my mom that I'm sad. Awesome. Um, I mean,. <sighs> It just kind of like broke my heart a little bit cuz you know that loneliness is it's a really shitty thing and it's something that like I still struggle with. It's like I don't know it's I felt bad for the dude and then the the I will say the the yodeling it's not really yodeling but he was <laughs> like whoa 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 that thing come on man. Anyway, that was the only detractor for me. It it kind of took me out of it a little bit, but still the the message behind the song and him kind of bearing his soul and saying, Hey, you know, look, I'm human, I bleed too. It's yeah. So I, I will go for that. A little
2: bit. By the way, let, if anybody let's wants move to on do and some... talk about
3: the Foo Fighters. <laughs>
2: If anybody wants to read on this topic, before, just as a last thing, there is a really good article on cracked.com. It's called Seven Reasons Child Stars Go Crazy and Insider's Perspective, and it's written by uh, Mara Wilson, the girl that played Matilda in the Matilda movie, and it's a really oh, no. interesting article. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's good. She seem- seemingly has ended up pretty level-headed and yeah, stable cool. but... Yeah. She's
1: active on Twitter Alright all right. The Beebs moves on We all got Bieber fever It could <laughs> be a, a Bieber <laughs> Foo Fighters matchup In the second round so that's fine.
3: Oh no <laughs>
1: um, Okay So yeah Foo Fighters best of you Which was me Yeah. This graveyard train End of the World World So you just
0: Yes sir. Oh, I love you so much. Really? Love it, love it, love it. When the horsemen take the call and ride on down, ride
2: on down when the kings and their kingdoms all
0: fall. a scream ringing out across
1: the land. So, um, Foo Fighters' Best of You is pretty obvious as a choice of a song where it's super repetitive. Um, he says Best of You over 40 times. Um, Holy crap. I, I honestly, <laughs> it's a great like, song,
0: but it needs a hook. Oh, dude, I honestly
1: did, <laughs> didn't like this song for a long time because of the obvious for me. I was just like, oh my god, dude we get it but um i don't know it's just grew on me over the years and it's obviously a good song to have like blaring in the car which is always a plus and um graveyard train sucks so <laughs> joseph well <laughs> i feel kind of hypocritical because I, I i don't i can't really say that i fully love this song oh
3: just... here it comes
1: no, I was just gonna say. I mean, I said this last week. I my my goal for myself was to find songs that I liked from people that I absolutely hated the first time. Okay. So I, it's not that like I'm head over heels for this song, but it it got its hooks into me enough that I felt comfortable promoting it. Okay. Um, it, it's Josh and I have said this like a million times, but the guy in film spotting podcast that we love always talks about a, like a, a movie getting a spell getting under a movie spell. And so I feel like listening to any band enough, you find you try to find the song that like, oh, okay, it clicks now and I get like the spell, you know. And it kind of worked for this song um, for me. That being said, I'm voting for Best of You because it's my favorite Foo Fighters song and it's fucking amazing, so. Oh, you know what's interesting I meant to say too is that he wrote this after... Going on tour with uh, uh, John Kerry. John Kerry. When he <laughs> lost. So,
3: Graveyard Train went on tour with John no. Kerry.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <sighs>
0: yeah, this one's tough because I love. This is a great Foo Fighters song. But I gotta I gotta go Graveyard Train. I love this song how it starts out all kind of calm and smooth and then just turns into this maniacal insane ranting about floating up to heaven while the earth is burning and everyone's being toasted. So, yeah.
1: Definitely could picture it in a horror movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's you know, and I love the line where it says like uh, how's it go? Like God's breath is in a gentle breeze, but it's like a hot burning flame that it's like so good i love it yeah it would it would be perfect in a apocalyptic horror movie where shit's breaking loose and everyone's being torn to shreds so yeah and i love that you picked it out so hugs and kisses
2: mm. <laughs> james i'll say so, yeah. <laughs> sidebar here we mentioned that uh Noob Island song was taken from a CCR tune. The yeah. name Graveyard Train, also a CCR song. So, yeah. Credits Clearwater all over this tournament. I liked the Graveyard Train song. It was cool. It was cool. But I. So I'm
1: that's James Code for that song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: No, if you want to hear me say that song sucks, just stick around. <laughs> it's coming up i, coming <laughs> I up. called it right
3: he I, hasn't limbered up enough yet
2: but yeah so yeah, a couple years ago i was trying to get into new music and i found this foo fighter song i liked a lot called saint cecilia yeah and, there, yeah, and so there were a bunch of other foo fighter songs i liked but mostly everything i knew was the radio so i sent nick a text like um hey, dude, you want to listen to the Foo Fighters catalog like one album a week? And that really turned me into like a big Foo Fighters fan. They have so many great songs. I love Best of You. It's great. And um, I can't be as big of a fan as Nick because I don't think anybody can. But I will vote for the Foo Fighters here.
3: So I'm going to vote for the Graveyard. I'm just kidding.
0: Oh. Um,
3: <laughs> this matchup sucks because... It's not a hard choice. It's obvious I'm going to choose the Foo Fighters. It's, I mean, but that being said, like when, when Bill had that one graveyard train song in a previous podcast, I really enjoyed that song. And I had said at that time that I was going to check out more of their stuff. Did I ever do it? No, because promises that you make to yourself late at night never come to fruition, Thankfully, Joe has submitted a second song that I now have saved to my YouTube playlist for posterity, so maybe that'll increase my likelihood of listening to Graveyard Train, because I thoroughly did enjoy this song as well. Um, Best of You is actually not even probably in my top ten of fiber songs, but it's Gitto. a fucking but it's good awesome. Um, and and I know, I know, I know. It's not about the video, but freaking Dave Grohl, man, he is a sexy son of a bitch.
0: Son of a bitch. But are you touching yourself? Well, you know, why wouldn't you? He
3: honestly Um, is. It's, it's also a, (laughs) yes, it's, it's also a difficult video to watch just because of like the, all the animal imagery in it of like the, a snake, like biting another, like it's, I don't know. It's, there's weird clips in this video of like violent, like natural violence, like sexual sexual violence. Yeah. Like baboons,
0: like tearing into each other, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. (laughs) It's amazing. I but, really remember that part because it reminded me of dogs. Yeah. Shut up. I thought shut man, up. they were just dogs fighting up. each other. We've
3: got to make it through an entire – one <laughs> podcast. <laughs> just one. I'm Never.
0: begging you. Never.
3: Anyway, yes, this song is uber repetitive. Um, and that's kind of why it's not in my top ten. But I, I can't vote against a Foo Fighters song. There is not a bad Foo Fighters song. I I challenge anyone to find a bad Foo Fighter song, and you won't find it because it doesn't exist. I can uh, do it. No, yeah, can, you can't dude, do it. it. It's
2: on that HBO I, album. Nope. I, ever
3: ever long. No. Fuck. Whoa. You. The <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> oh oh my gosh. Ever long is the, I mean, are we really going to act like it's not the biggest steaming pile of shit ever made?
3: Uh, We're not going to act like it. We're going to admit that that song is (laughs) gold. Come on. I don't
1: see it.
0: You are. (laughs) Son of a bitch! Anyway. Yeah, so. Maybe that's (laughs) the reason why you're so lonely. Oh, nice. <laughs> are you
1: being serious, Justin? No, are you fucking what? kidding? <laughs> How can you think everyone is a st- piece of shit? I mean, we were—we used to literally listen to it on repeat, like the acoustic version. Of course, it's an don't amazing
3: say song. it's a piece of shit because oh.
2: he was piece joking, shit. Nick. He was joking. Uh, okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm, and, uh, ca- I'm catching on now. Let's just agree that the Foo Fighters are the worst thing to ever happen to (laughs) me. Oh, no.
3: No, no. no. James. They're
2: racist. They kick dogs
3: for fun.
0: I wish
1: Kurt Cobain had been killed by his girlfriend so it would have never got the Foo Fighters.
3: (laughs)
0: Uh, uh... I just want to say we have done such a good job staying on track.
3: Oh, yes. Stay on target. (laughs) (laughs) Stay on target.
0: Love it. So good. Oh, okay.
3: What were we talking
0: about? Like three
3: hours ago. I'm voting for Foo Fighters. There, done. About time, jeez. So, uh,
1: is that it? The Foo <laughs> Fighters won. I believe so. Oh. Next up, um, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit with "Only Children" by James. Are right? You
4: still yep whatever you put your mind to Will you read me what you wrote but we were locked outside the building were encouraged only children Cold coffee on the fire escape Bet it all on the table
1: Versus Florence and the Machine with Shake It Out, which was Nick,
3: right? You are correct, sir.
1: All right which is what you do when you're at a urinal zing <laughs> more um, than twice playing with it <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going to acknowledge that uh, this Jason Isbell song, Only Children, is going to be the sacrificial lamb here. No. Uh, so my assignment no. was to do six folk songs, mostly from the 60s and 70s. So I picked two modern ones since the mostly was in there. This was one of them. Um, I don't know a lot of Jason Isbell. I heard, actually, I don't know anything by title aside from this one. And it only came out like a month ago, I think. Hmm. I have a coworker who loves him and Josh really likes Jason Isbell too. And so because Josh told me to, he said like, this is really good. Just listen to like these five or six songs I did. And this was a couple years ago. I just remember that I liked every one of them and that I figured I'd like Jason Isbell a lot if I ever had the time to kind of explore and get into him. That hasn't happened yet. But when for whatever reason, I th- I think I just went looking for modern folk music and he came up. I love this song. I think it's great. It's about a um, kind of a childhood friend of his when they were both young and kind of getting into trying to make a living off, you know, artistic means. They would show each other their stuff, things like that. The friend passed away and he was sort of writing this song like, you know, when somebody means something to you at a certain point and. In your life, like a good friend, you know they're kind of there with you, even when they're not um, physically, when they're not in body. I, I think it's a great song. I don't, know, I don't think I like it more than "Shake It Out" though. So I'll vote "Shake It Out." That's a fantastic song. Um, a video Crossroads made for it. That I oh, think man. Josh did. You send who sent that to our group? Yeah. Next? Okay. That's freaking amazing. Yeah, I I liked Only Children a lot, but again, this is like Josh, you said this is your favorite tournament. This is there are a bunch of really good songs in it. So Voting Against My Own, Shake It Out is one of my favorite songs of the last like fifteen years or so. Probably top fifty, I'd say for sure. Oh wow. Nick.
3: Yeah, so um I was, since you brought up the the Crossroads video, I was aware of this song and actually thoroughly enjoyed this song before the Crossroads video came out. And here, here we're guilty about talking about videos again. I'll get into the song. But the Crossroads video kind of like it brought out more layers to this song for me. I'd never seen the video until like the actual official video until actually making this playlist. You know,
2: we're going to have, and sorry to interrupt, we're yeah. going to have listeners who have, are not going to be able to find this. It's on YouTube, but uh, could you, I'll actually put a link to it at the bottom of our tournament, but Nick, can you describe what it is for the people that won't get on to check it out?
3: So that Crossroads video? Yeah. So, yeah, essentially it's, it's kind of, it's showing these different people that have these, like they're it's showing them battling their demons, and it's, it's, I mean, this is going to be a really terrible, I'm terrible at describing things. It It's very much interpretive dance, but it's, it's them like dancing with their demons and trying to shake them off their back. And I think there's like one guy that's. it's honestly, it's been a long time since I've seen it. it isn't there like a guy that's like in a, an abusive family relationship. And then there's someone that's kind of like in a. Like of course, struggling with alcoholism and like other stuff like that, but like it's it's showing, and even even in Florence and the Machines video, it's it's showing like these are the demons that we
2: dance with, and like it's, self-destructive things it's, that attack us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
3: yeah, I mean the the line about every demon wants its pound of flesh. I love that line. It's. Because it's, I mean, it's true, I mean, real demons or, like, personal demons, whatever you want to call it, it's, it's just, there's so much that, like, we all carry our own baggage, and I don't know, it's, it's so difficult to shake off that baggage, and that's kind of what this is getting at, is that you, you can have things that you struggle with that, Yeah, you can shake it off for one moment and go about and live your life, but then you fall back to it. And it it just, it's like this comfortable, like, jacket that you keep putting on. And it's, I don't know. It's, I I love this song. And Florence, whatever her name is, is, I mean, she's a freaking weirdo. And I love just how weird she is in this video. And like I said, I'm terrible at describing things, but just the, the emotion behind whatever she's dealing with in this song. And I don't know if she's actually personally dealing, like if this is written from personal experience or if this is like, just, Hey, I was paid to write a song and this is kind of deep and profound. I'm going to write about it, but whether it's real to her or not, it's real to me. And it's, it's still real to me. Damn it. Um, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's. I want to um, hug you right now. It, it's it's a very heavy song, so yeah, that's what I got. So I'm voting for <sighs> the Machine.
1: I missed it. What what what's what's the deal with the Florence and the Machine song?
4: <sighs> <sighs> Why are we friends? This is the greatest. <laughs> <ever>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right joe since you spoke up man uh what are you doing here
1: um i legit forgot what was the other one <laughs> not oh, jason, the, jason Isbell. Uh, jason so
2: isbel only children
1: I, I showed josh jason Isbell to be a, a hipster mm-hmm. like i was there first no. thing
2: um
1: no <laughs> i i, I freaking love him and i for the longest time i know i do the hyperbole thing but Legit have had Josh Ritter at the very top of my top since I fell in love with him, like whatever Josh, I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe not that long. And I texted Josh tonight because I did what Nick did and waited for the last minute. And I said that that only children's song might have pushed him up over top of jo- Josh Ritter. Like I loved it that much. I got really
4: oh, wow, yeah, like
1: cool. A, I got chills when I was listening to it. and. Technically, I got chills when I read it because I feel like Jason Isbell, as much as I like his music, he could almost just be like a poet and have books of poetry because I didn't really grasp what was going on in the video. Kind of a reason I hate some music videos. Like, I'm sure that was really, like, important to the director of that video to make it symbolic or whatever, but I didn't get it. And so then I'm just, I feel like you're just kind of, At least my experience, you're just trying to be like, okay, what's the payoff? Because you know, like the end's gonna be something like, I don't, I feel like I'm not getting this, and then you're just missing the song. Like, I, I don't know, that's just me. So then I read it, and like got chills, and then I literally was making dinner and got chills, like just thinking about it. I freaking love this song. So, and and I love Florence. Like, I I really love some of her songs, like a lot, a lot. But this one's. To me, I'm really glad that it has personal meaning to other guys, but to other folks, but to me it's always just been kind of a poppy song, so I didn't really connect with it, um, so I'm choosing Jason Isbell.
3: So, real quick, I I honestly, I don't, I'm not that familiar, or I'm not familiar at all with Jason Isbell. I've heard the name the, before, I think
1: it's but like a little more like, I don't know, like... Found Earth? Earth.
3: Yeah, so like I, it's not. Sorry. I think that's that's why I wasn't very familiar with him because I've always kind of figured that he was. I don't know if I figured this or just what, but that is is he a country musician or is oh, that yeah. like too?
1: So there's like this whole thing that Josh and I always argue about, but it's essentially they call it like alt country. Yeah, and so it's like what country some the very like broad sense is like oh this is what country always should have stayed and. B-105 is just nonsense. So it's kind of like that. That's the vibe. So like him and Sturgill and other guys. um, This ain't your daddy's country. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Basically like liberal country. (laughs) Liberal
0: country. Yeah,
1: But since he's unknown relatively in this group, Josh and I will put together a playlist because I feel like he needs to be... um, you know worship
3: yeah because i mean i'm like you you brought up sturgill simpson i thoroughly enjoyed any of the sturgill simpson songs that we've had in these playlists and granted they've both been cover songs so that's a bit of a, a cheat but it's just his take on those were amazing and i still intend to try and like listen to more of his stuff so like this this guy this jason isbell like As soon as I saw this video, I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to slog through a country musician and listen to his twangy whine. And it wasn't there. It just, I I was trying to, like, I could hear maybe in the background of the song elements of, okay, there's a little bit of a hint to, like, country western music in this. Like, just a, a tiny flavoring. But overall, I wouldn't have called him a country musician based off this song. No. So I was a, I was a little confused. So Yeah, Josh,
1: go ahead. So, I don't know, it's all the same stuff you guys have said. The Florence and the Machine song is great. Her voice is, like, the best voice ever. Um, Crossroads video is one of the, like, most moving things I feel like I've ever seen, even though it really is just kind of a pretty basic, like... <laughs> Demon turp from college, but just like really well produced and with amazing music instead of like Michael W. Smith. But um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I can't I can't vote hey, against Jason I think Isbell. this podcast is proof that friends are friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um I, I'm gonna vote for Jason Isbell, but I know he's gonna lose and Nick, for what it's worth, like he's like a little bit less rocky (laughs) than um, Sturgill, so it's more. I mean, they are generally around the same kind of vibe of this song, of just kind of like more mellow. He has a few that are more lively, but anyway, and he's way better than Josh Fritter, and he's sexy AF. Yes.
3: I don't know if he was actually serious about this or if it was just kind of like a jokey statement in the moment, but I did see that he had tweeted like the other day that if like Georgia like officially flips, that he was going to do a charity album of cover songs all from Georgia. And I was like, oh, that would be interesting.
1: I actually responded to him and said you should do Outkast. And he responded to somebody else that said the same thing. He said something like, I will if I can. I don't know if that means like rights or if he means like if he could pull it off. Yeah. But I mean, hey, hey, ya's been done in like a singer-songwriter kind of way before.
3: Yeah, Obadiah Parker.
0: Yeah. All right, Bill. Yeah, this is yeah, this is tough because it's that it's that combination of like old, well-known song that is very like special to me and like new song that is could quickly shoot up into that, that territory. I mean, like you said, like, listening to it, you know, the... I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of it. Was it... Only Children. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was amazing. I was listening to it today, and I was like, man, the lyrics of this song is spot-freaking-on. Like, the line is like, are you still taking notes? I freaking loved it. Uh, Shake It Off, though, I freaking love that song, too, so I really don't... I really don't know which way to go I mean if I I'm really torn because like musically and lyrically they're the same to me so it's kind of like do I go with like old well-worn like favorite or do I go with the new one um but I was thinking like and I forget who mentioned about like the killers being moved into like the pantheon or whatever and I I was thinking like Florence definitely (laughs) needs to be moved into the pantheon yeah i think i'm gonna go florence on this one i got i just nice. yeah i just love that song so much so yep
1: nice uh, we Fire are hard um down to the last one let me find it again um fear factory with timelessness yeah um was that you bill
0: yeah it's mine
1: versus dolls and the morning benders if you let me be your anchor which is Joseph right yep
0: So um, I was really into Fear Factory like back in the day and this song is very different from the rest of their songs are really like heavy industrial style metal. Um, and this song, I remember listening to it and it was during a time period when I was really in like the shit you know, we've talked about it a lot with different songs and everything so that you know, so this song, it just, I don't know, at the time, and even now listening to it again, I'm like, holy shit, it took, takes me back to like those de- crushing, depressed times where you just feel like you're being ground upon the gears of life. You know, that's kind of like that, that quote from that speech. Uh, you know, they were kind of talking more of like, you know, fighting against industrialization and everything, but just that you know, life sucks and you're being ground down to nothing. And, you know, and that one part about like, you know, the, I can't remember exactly what he says now about, you know, the poison leached into my skin and it corroded my heart away, you know, and I, I you know it takes me back to that time when I felt that way for a really long time. And I'm like, okay, I, you know, I remember now why I haven't listened to this song for a really long time because <laughs> it takes you it takes you back there, right? Because it's one of those things where it's, maybe it's kind of like melodramatic, like late teens, whatever, moments where you're just listening to the sad song on repeat thinking, like, your life sucks. But if you're doing that, you're probably in a moment when your life does suck. You know, that's not generally like, oh, I'm feeling yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? So... When I was thinking, like, you know, even though it doesn't really fit, like, I don't know, more of the intellectual, emotional scale of songs, like, it was for me, you know, at the time when I was listening to it. So, that's it.
1: So, so basically... I won't even get in. I mean, I picked a song from a band that I can't stand, and <laughs> <laughs> I found one that I liked, so is. Yeah, Joseph asked me for some, and I kept sending them, and he was just like, nope,
2: nope. <laughs> I was like, All right. Oh man, I should have been more diligent with my Cracker recommendations.
1: That was Good That job, was the Doss. roughest one, I'm not gonna lie. I couldn't <laughs> What was it? Cracker. Like that? Uh, like, yeah. yeah.
2: I can't believe you didn't like Lowe. You're the only person I know who doesn't like that song. <laughs> well. There, <laughs> there you, you go. You go. <laughs> Exception proves the rule. Maybe they had a band before a Cracker. A couple of the guys called Camper Von Beethoven. They did that Take the Skinheads <laughs> bowling song. Maybe I should have sent you that.
1: That uh, sounds like the most 90 sentence ever uttered.
2: <laughs> That's so unlike me. <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to say about Dolls?
1: No. Congrats, they made a song that didn't suck ass for once. Cool. <laughs> this is the Hater Raid tournament. Really,
0: really to back your, back your horse in the race there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Although I will say, and I always, I feel like some of the deeper songs that we've discussed, like Justin Bieber and now this um, Joe Rogan song, um, it's a little unfair because now I feel like a dick hating on it, which I'm sure Nick felt like a dick after we all talked about how bad we feel for Justin Bieber and he probably wanted to shit on it, but I really hated this. What are you talking about? No, I mean, I, I just meant like in my head, I expected you to be the one to oh, gotcha. go. Like, but yeah, I hated this Fear Factor song. Like <laughs> it, but to be completely fair, I didn't read the lyrics, so it was just kind of like, "Holy shit, the song is so like boring in the background." Yeah. But so I guess I'm voting for dolls. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll vote for Daws as well.
3: <laughs> of course you will. Yeah. So right. I will yeah, gonna I'm strike. gonna I'm gonna split the vote then because I'm gonna vote for Fear Factory. Nice. And oh, I get to be the tiebreaker. Really just and I won't have that much commentary on it because honestly I kind of thought about both songs the same way. It's just like and yeah, they're both okay. Um but I I kind of felt more history from the fear factory song, just because it did take me kind of back to freshman year of college. When you bill, when you did listen to them so much, I was like, okay, I know I, I don't have the emotional response to this, but I have like the, the frame of reference. So that is why I'm going
2: with that one. So, nice. all right. I uh, had to remind myself who fear factory was because I knew, I knew the name and, um, They're the band that does that amazing metal version of Cars by Gary Neiman. Hell yeah. Yep. So that's a good thing. This song, so I haven't mentioned this on the podcast yet. I only slept like two hours last night. Um, My wife had a kidney stone the other day, so I'm kind of on kid duty. We've got young kids. I was up with the baby most of the night, and... So about 4 in the morning, I think 4 or 4.30, I decided I was going to put on our playlist to to kind of refresh myself for tonight, right? And so when the Fear Factory song came up, I've got, you know, like half an eye on the baby, half listening to it. I don't have the volume too loud because I don't want to wake anybody up. And I was just like, dear God, this is like... That fricking song that we hated that Josh nominated on the songs that he thought we would hate. <laughs> um, Love what, it. The Labyrinth song, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't, I can't do this right now. And I didn't even finish it. Right. It's just like halfway through. I'm like, FF I'm, I'm done. I gave it a shot. I'm, I'm through with this, but and, and like and Bill because Bill's like the okay, best so- guy. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say, so when I saw you today and you mentioned the Labyrinth song, I immediately thought you were talking about, like, David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly, Labyrinth. (laughs) (laughs) Not not the, like, crinkled up little twink in a dungeon, like, singer song. (laughs) I immediately went David Bowie song. So, okay, I that makes sense. I got you. I got
2: you now. On the Fear Factory song, Um, after, and like Bill, because he's like the sweetest, coolest guy ever, he brought my wife and I dinner tonight because uh, she's still kind of out of it. And he drove, like, 45 minutes just to drop off some uh, racing canes to us, which tasted amazing, by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, when I saw Bill, like, There's this one crappy song that I'm wondering if you hate it too because we both hated the (laughs) Lambert song. I couldn't remember who nominated it. And I still didn't remember up until I think I just sort of deductive reasoned it out while we were talking tonight. But I wanted to like give it another listen because a lot of four in the morning, it's not like an energizer. So that might have something to do with it, blah, blah, blah. And I did some research on it, too. So this is what I found out about the song, okay? Oh, cool, yeah. It's the last track on the album, okay? The whole rest of the album kind of, and I've only heard it like a couple of times probably, and this was like way back then hanging out with like you, but it's sort of what you would expect from a Fear Factory album up until that point, right? Yeah. Okay, so you get that whole like, you know, like metal vibe, and they're really good at what they do. And then this is the ender where it sounds a lot different. This um, the album that it sounded was a concept album about just like kind of kind of following the projection of society, and then this song is the closing thought where it's sort of like and now it's over. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Isn't that good? Um, one of the things that um, is kind of cool about this song is. At the beginning, there's like a speech, right? Yeah. That they kind of give. So the speech that they give is by this guy named Mario Sa- uh, Savio. Okay. He was a member of the Berkeley Free Speech Movement, uh, which was like this countercultural movement. Um, <laughs> it kind of led to hippieism, uh, bohemianism, things like that. Bill, you had to mention uh, putting your weight against the gears, I think. Yeah. They use that line in the song. Uh, the speech at the beginning is there comes a time when the operation of, of the machine becomes so odious, makes you sick at heart, that you cannot take part. You cannot even tacitly take part. You've got to put your bodies upon the gears, upon the wheels, and the gears, and all the apparatus, and you have to make it stop. And you have to make it clear to the people who own it, and to the people who run it, that until you are free, their machine will be prevented from running at all. And so that's kind of the uh, how they start the song. And then with I think I probably just caught like a line or two at four in the morning and again, two hours of sleep, kind of, you know, space removed from that, given that intro, given the whole build up to, you know, the final track on the album and then looking at the lyrics in that context. I instead switched from like, geez, I, I can't deal with this right now to like this is really, really brilliant, actually. So oh, yeah. I again I have I liked the doll song. It was I, I don't want to be trite, because I don't want to talk longer than I already have, but it was great. I thought it was a super cool song. But I'm gonna vote for that Fear Factory just because I got so yeah, yeah, yeah and good. that
0: that album is amazing. Like that album from start to finish is is a, just a great album. So yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah.
1: Second round. Hold on, I'm getting a text from James, and it's the Michael Keaton doing the jerk off motion. <laughs> 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 Um. So, dolls won that, right? Just making sure I've got it right. No, Uh,
2: factory won.
1: Okay. So, um, second round, Death Cab for Cutie versus David Crowder Band. Death
0: Death Cab. Cab.
1: Death Cab. Yeah, Death Cab. Nick, what's up? Did you say? Did you say Death Cab? Yes. Sorry.
3: Um, all right. Well, sorry, I I thought Death Cab. I I forgot huh. to move my lips.
1: <clears throat> so uh, Sufjan versus Billy Eilish. Sufjan,
0: mm-hmm. come on, Sufjan. guys. Yeah, Sufjan.
1: I I well, I guess it doesn't matter. I, I'm voting for Billy because there are other Sufjan songs that I love that would be bad, but not that particular one. Sorry. Next up, Justin Bieber <laughs> versus Foo Fighters. Foo,
2: foo fighters.
1: fighters, Foo Fighters. <laughs> I mean, what are... kind of name is Foo Fighters? Seriously. Hey, 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 hey! What is foo, and why are they fighting him?
2: It's, oh, it's been... wasn't it taken from the X Files? Nick, did I am I remembering that wrong? Uh, the Foo uh, Fighters—that's
0: what uh, pilots in the '40s and '50s used to call. Not uh, more of the '50s. They would call the unidentified flying objects nice. the UFOs. They
2: would call them Foo Fighters.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, so, yes, James, it also probably was an X-Files reference because it was tied to UFOs. Nice.
1: Um, I did forget to say that Fear Factory song, the quote that you mentioned, James, that's where Rage, Rage Against the Machine got their name, was that video of that guy saying you got to... Put your arms against
0: the lever or whatever they whatever he says. Was That's cool. I did not know that. All
2: right. Um, uh I thought he said you gotta do it all for the Nookie. No. <laughs> oh,
3: come on.
1: <laughs> Sorry, that was the most nineties sentence ever. <laughs> nookie wasn't nineties. Or wait, it? my bad. That was like two thousand. Yeah. All right. on. Um, two thousand. <laughs> all right, we're rolling. Um, <laughs> Florence uh, versus Fear Factory. Florence. 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 Shut out. Um, Death Cab versus Sufjan with the 2002 matchup.
0: Sufjan. Uh, Death, Cab. Death, Cab.
3: Death Cab. That's hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Stop to,
3: touching yourself. You gotta
1: go by the song because I like Sufjan way more than Death Cab, but. Well, I don't. I like- no, I just mean like, but I still, you gotta pick the right song. I understand. you understand how this works? <laughs> is it
2: tied right now? James, did you vote? I haven't voted yet. I'm thinking to. Uh, I did. All right. So Josh, this might help. There is this quote about, I will follow you into the dark from a VH1 storyteller that Sting said. So he said, one day I went to work, had my lunch all packed because I bring my own lunch. And I sat down to attempt to write a song. I wrote the next song in about 15 minutes and I kind of took my lunch and put it back in my bag It went home because I realized that in 1998, The Undertaker threw Mankind 15 feet <laughs> off the top of Hellman's cell and there was no point in working the rest of the day. So, oh, yeah.
1: You you really I, threw me there because if you were going to quote Sting I was just going to vote for Sufjan just to say F Sting but then you switched it to that amazing wrestling reference. I don't know. What are you going with, James? <laughs>
2: oh I don't want to be a
1: tiebreaker.
2: Um, I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with Death Cab. <sighs> yeah, me too. <sighs> uh, Nookie <came>
1: out. <laughs> What, Joseph? <laughs> Nookie came out in 1999. Oh, man. Just by a hair. Um... <laughs> Foo Fighters versus Florence and the Machine.
4: Foo Foo Fighters.
1: Fighters. Uh, Florence. 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 No! Alright. Death Camp for
2: Cutie versus Florence and the Machine. Death Camp. Florence Uh. Florence and the Machine.
1: No! All right, her and the killers are going on the
2: Pantheon. Wait, 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 the- Yo, wait, wait. What? What's
3: the? What's the vote count so far?
2: It's two to one, I think. I thought it so was three still to have one. we two votes to go.
1: Yeah, bro. Calm down. All right. Well, I know where it's going.
3: Yeah. Geez. <laughs> Trump voter trying to call the election already. <laughs> Stop the count. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man.
3: Anyway, what were we talking about? Music or some junk?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think Death Cab versus Florence. Joe Rogan.
0: I said Florence.
2: Yeah, I'm with Florence.
1: (sighs) Joseph.
2: I already voted.
1: I know, I can't remember. (laughs) You voted for for Death Cab. Cab. Yeah.
3: So it's one to two. Oh crap, I just realized that these are both my songs.
2: Yeah, Uh, you can't go wrong. They're both great. Just pick one. (laughs) They're both
0: great.
3: (laughs) I'm. I'm actually gonna go with Death Cab.
0: Yeah. Oh man. All right, Josh. All the pressure's on
2: you. Um,
1: sorry. It is hard, you know, because they're both so good. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Florence. Oh, <laughs> yes. did okay. that's fight me. Love it.
4: <laughs>
1: all right. So Florence and the Machine, who Joseph hates, Not versus versus because
0: he hates women.
1: The killers <laughs> with all these things that I've done versus Florence and the Machine with "Shake It Out." Killers.
2: Killers. Yeah, These are the two songs I listen to the most, like going into the tournament. And yeah,
3: I I know that I was voting against my own song, but I the, I love the colors. There we go. Wait,
0: what? I haven't voted yet. That
3: was two
1: votes. No, freaking Trump supporter again.
0: Good job, Trumpy. Stop the
3: count. Trumpy Dumpy here, and we'll see
0: you
1: next time on the pull apart. On
2: <laughs> um, the Price Is Right.
0: Man, this is tough.
2: I'm voting for Florence just because I, I love uh, that killer song, but the Florence song has it resonates a bit more, I guess, on an emotional level. So I vote for that.
0: Yeah, I got to go the same way for the same reasons, like. I freaking love The Killers It's probably one of my favorite songs of theirs And the video is amazing But on a on an emotional level I gotta go Florence
1: Josh What uh, would Brandon Flowers say? It's up to you silly I already said The Killers <laughs> I said we The Killers it. First thing
3: Alright well then it's The Killers
1: Yay Okay,
0: I'm good with that
3: Oh you'll allow it? You'll, you're okay with that outcome. You're conceding. Yeah, I'm okay with
0: that. I'll, I'll bless it. <laughs> it has my blessing.
3: <laughs>
1: All right, we should totally start a pull apart pantheon, and that's the perfect finale to put those two bands in it.
0: Yeah, they. Yeah, and I would even <laughs> argue Foo Fighters.
3: Yeah,
1: in I'll support. Way,
0: you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's bracket, right, I, guys?
3: Yeah, of course. Could I, I'm I'm gonna play like ignorant tired guy. What What do you mean by Pantheon? Like,
1: like they're too good; they'll just win every tournament. So it's boring to like keep picking. And I've picked like two different Florence and Machine songs in the past. so I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do.
3: It's just right. Oh, so you mean like a Mount Rushmore? Right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Although so... I mean, and, and that being that being said. <laughs> Been our our love no. the Killers. What? <laughs> I, was just,
1: I was just saying no, that's not what Mount Rush <laughs> for me. <laughs> oh, no,
0: I can't I can't remember who mentioned it, but I really like the idea of um, female singers. Yeah. I thought that was I was kinda like running that list together. I do like the idea of like Killers versus Florence. But then having yeah being strategic about like how they're like would it just be like would it be a killer florence matchup all the way or would it be more fair to like put killers versus killers and florence against florence okay and then and then at the end it ends up as florence versus killers that way
1: here's an idea with uh if you guys uh, the other guys like the women tournament we could hold off on the Pantheon and let Florence be in that and see if she can pull it out against 31 <sighs> other contestants what if the moon was your car and Jupiter was your hairbrush <laughs> 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 oh, <man. laughs> what are you talking about that's, yeah, that's, that's, from, an I office. that's from an office episode Oh, I've never seen that show.
2: Hmm. I right. think someone like Cliff and Norm. Um... <laughs> all
4: right, Norm. I like, no! I like,
0: the, I like so... that idea. Okay, so all right, so how about we do that idea? And since Shake uh, It Off made it this far in this tournament. So, because we always need, like, the extra two from the wives. Mm-hmm. What if that song is the only Florence song that goes in? You see what I mean? And then we just pick an, an extra one, and then everybody else picks female singers, not Florence, because that's the only... Can that song, since it made it this far in this tournament, make it that far against all the other women?
3: Oh, so it's like a king of the ring.
0: Oh, yeah. so you wanna pit women? Oh, Nick.
2: Started. Oh, you're so good. Okay.
0: Does that make all sense? Right, cool. yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. I think, so. yeah. All right, so 32 songs again, all women tournament. Yeah. Yeah. 32 songs each. Got it.
1: Bill, <laughs> I love that for the extra songs for the girl tournament, you're not going to have one of the wives pick it. You're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing.
0: No, we got it. We picked it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see, like, how we can make sure that our songs don't synchronize their menstruation with each other. I don't know if that's a possibility. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It would be cool if we had 32 different candidates here. But would that also be too much to ask?
1: I'm planning on Uh, picking all people over
2: 50, so I
1: don't think they'll be menstruating. Are you going to pick making pies again? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah, I, I don't think it'd be too hard to pick unique ones. Yeah, James I have three mind
0: already.
2: For, uh, dibs on Taylor. You
0: dibs on have... Al <laughs> Yeah.
2: Josh, are you what song? What Taylor song are you gonna pick? I, I don't know, man. Dude, let's do it
1: all thirty-two Taylor songs. I I literally was thinking that earlier today. I was like, I could do that, but I know Dude. Nick's probably not, not down for me. <laughs> nope. The one about Jake Gyllenhaal is obviously the best. In fact, Are I might put that right? on my list. Well, you
2: can't, because we're trying to do no repeats. Alright. Mount
0: Rushmore, right?
2: I get is it. You're this the Mount Rushmore Tournament of Women Artists. Right? You can't be on the dish, right? Yeah, but because you can't it's be limits,
1: Mount Explain
3: it to me on another day.
0: <laughs> but we're going to call it Mount
3: Rushmore. <laughs> I so. said Oh,
0: gosh. <laughs> you suck, Bill. <laughs>
2: I heard it Josh I heard it What?
1: I said no No one laughed oh, Well, I that is
0: the best joke I, I've ever heard of. I, I, I seriously didn't hear you I'm sorry <laughs> I hate it when people do that I would never ever do that to you I'm sorry Yeah But I am pretty funny right? Yeah. When I <laughs> <off before>. <laughs> <laughs> what a
1: one of a kind joke It was it. the comedic timing I
2: think of that I'm just kidding <laughs>
3: all, in, all in the delivery so six songs
2: five women and two weeks.
1: <laughs>
2: Sorry. Oh, uh, I've had so much gin. It's not even funny. <laughs> oh man, gin like which gin? Gin like, and from, juice. From Lost. Yeah, I, I drank
1: gin's uh, SOS. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh,
2: Alright yeah. guys the 20th Are we down Are we cool Are we good Are we chill Are we ill
0: It should be good For now
3: Hold oh, on uh, April t- Wait April 20th April 20th
1: 420 <laughs> <laughs> Mark your
0: calendar
3: Okay
1: That's how long It's going to take Nick nope. to come up With good women's songs
3: Oh yeah,
1: After
0: his uh, Outburst about Halle Berry
3: <laughs> hey, she's not a singer. Yeah, I got you nothing. Can't pick it, Dave
0: Pearl I mean. just because he has long hair.
3: Well, you know he wears a dress in some of I the videos. I was going say he dressed up like girl <laughs> Would there be any possibility to do it on a Saturday instead of a Friday? If it's not, that's fine.
1: Everyone. Yeah, for sure. I can't. I can't see the calendar from here, but I don't think we have anything going on that weekend, like the twenty-first. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, right?
3: And no one's got Thanksgiving this year. Come on. I'm hunting that
1: that weekend at at nine o'clock at night. Yeah, I'm hunting
2: turkeys at Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I put it in so if it doesn't work okay. out, if twenty first doesn't work out. Title of your sex I put it in so if it doesn't work out, <laughs> just send it back. <laughs>
1: I'm writing it down. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm still thinking about that mountain more joke. All Was right. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it great? You know, oh, sometimes it's just, sometimes
0: I just, it's like, they just come to me, and I just feel like it's a it's Where a do you get your ideas? You know, I don't know. They just, they just kind of come to me, Uh you know, divide inspiration.
1: hear, like, this low mumbling in the background.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's just having the courage to say it louder. You know, you, yeah. just, gotta, you just gotta take that risk. To just...
1: I gotta get up <laughs> like 6 tomorrow, right. oh
0: so. I love <laughs> you guys. Love hey, we did job. a really good okay. job cutting out at 11. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Alright, bye guys. Hey, say yes. <laughs> love you guys.
3: Bye bye, bye bye.